0: This is Pastor Joe McGarry with a sermon for March 7th, 2017. The Gospel reading is from John chapter 10. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is a shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them all out on his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of the strangers. Jesus used his figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life, and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. What comes into your mind's eye? What do you think about when you hear the words, abundant life? Do you think about the lifestyles of the rich and famous? Do you think about having every need met, every want taken care of? Or do you think about something else? You see, Jesus tells us that the thief comes to hunt and kill and steal and destroy. But with God, we are given life and life abundantly. It is this part of today's reading that I believe is so important to every one of us. Jesus came into the world so that we may have life and have it abundantly. There are so many things in this world that try to bring us down. There are so many things that get in our way. There are thieves and bandits. There are times when we think we have the world in the palm of our hands, and then as fast as it comes, it quickly disappears. The times that this happens, we feel like we don't have an abundant life. We may even feel that we don't have any life at all. And we try to do things to make it up to God. We tell God that we are going to pray more or go to church more or read the Bible more. We may be nicer to our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters. And then we try to climb that ladder, that ladder to God. Thinking every rung we put our hands and feet on, the closer we get, the more that God is going to love us and we start to feel good about ourselves, and then suddenly we are knocked down. It could be something internally or externally. But we are told in the Gospels over and over again that we don't need to climb a ladder to reach God. We can stay on the ground because it is God who comes to us. When God comes to us, we don't just have life, but we have life in all its abundance. So, we don't just survive, but we thrive. We don't just get by, but we flourish. We don't just exist, but we have extreme joy in everything that we do. Jesus offers us more than we could ever imagine. And God wants to give us this because God loves us. God sent Jesus into the world to show us how much God loves us. So, Jesus' message to us is the same as it is from the mouth of God. Jesus comes to us because of God's love. Jesus doesn't come and say to us, I came because they are a bunch of sinners in need of forgiveness, even though... That is true, right? Jesus doesn't say to us, I came into the world because people screwed up so badly that they need me to fix them. Instead, he says, I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Which tells me our salvation is not dependent upon what we do. We are free to do in this life as we please. We are, are free, and that freedom can be dangerous, but also can be exciting. Our freedom gives us an opportunity not only to love ourselves, but to love and serve one another. We don't have to worry about saying the right prayers or going to church every day or any number of things to earn God's favor. Instead, we can reach out and love and serve our neighbor because. Now we have an opportunity to live life to the fullest, to live life in all of abundance. Now we are free." So what helps me to live in this freedom is to think about what it means to have an abundant life. What does that actually look like? And for many, I believe that abundance means affluence. To have these riches so you don't have to worry about anything that everything is provided for. To live an abundant life means that you have this successful job, that you are fulfilled emotionally, physically, spiritually, that the life you desire is the life that you are currently living. But I don't really believe that's how Jesus defines abundance. Abundant life according to Jesus isn't really that impressive especially when you compare it to what we think abundant life should look like. There are three things that I think really define abundance when, as Jesus talks about it. It means you are protected, you are provided for, and you have the sense of presence of God in your life. See, when Jesus talks to his disciples in the passage that we read today about Jesus being the shepherd, this comes off the heels of Jesus and his disciples witnessing a blind begging man on the street asking for a meal. This man is constantly exposed to the world and he has no protection. He doesn't have people to surround him and to love him. He is alone and he has to fend for himself. Jesus sees this man when so many people could not or would not see him. He reaches down and he restores this man's sight, making it possible for him to see again. And in this healing, this man is protected. In this healing, his needs are provided for, and in this healing, he knows the presence of God. Now, Jesus doesn't ensure that this man has the best of the best. He doesn't even ask him to claim his faith to believe, but because of Jesus' actions, this man does believe. Abundant life, according to Jesus, is knowing that you will be safe and sound. That you can trust that your basic needs will be met, and you can believe that you are never, ever alone. After the formerly blind man has been thrown out by the religious leaders, cast out by the community, exposed to the elements, Jesus finds him and he protects him. He is now one of Jesus' own. The blind man is now a sheep of Jesus' fold, part of his community. And when you know that Jesus is with you, that God loves you, how can your life not be abundant? We as a church talk about our identity as the people of God. We talk about our mission as a church. And our mission is to respond to and share God's love with all people. Now, what if that looked like us protecting people, providing provisions for people and being the presence of God in the world. Because when these things are taken away, it is then you start to question what is abundant life. You start to ask yourself if it is possible to ever have abundant life again. So, this would look like us protecting people. To stand with those who are hurt or lost. To stand up for those whose rights are taken away because of what they look like, who they love, or where they come from. This looks like seeking out the homeless, the unemployed, the underemployed, to stand up for those who are unable to stand for themselves, to speak out for those who do not have a voice, to protect people, to ensure that they are safe. To provide provisions brings me back to the Lord's prayer. Give us today our daily bread. There are things In this world that we need, there are things that we need that people lack. So to know that someone is out there who can help fulfill those needs, to provide for those who are lacking basic things in their life, that is an amazing ministry. And to be the presence of God in the world is to represent God in all that we do, in all that we say, in who we are. Now, this, I think, is key to abundance because we can help provide protection. We can assist with provisions, but what makes us different is the presence of God. What makes us different is a source of who we are and what we do is not for personal gain, but it is always pointing to God and sharing God's love with the world. God assures us of blessings beyond our wildest dreams. And it's easy for me to stand here to tell you that, oh, if you want to live a good life, if you want lots of things in your life, if you want to live an abundant life and know God's blessings in the world, then yes, come to church every Sunday. Yes, give money and God is going to bless you. But what I know to be true is that God does bless you. God does give you abundant life. And what that looks like is to know that you will be safe and sound, to trust that your basic needs will be met, and to believe that you were never, ever alone. Amen.